I was there. I don't have to listen to it. This week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference. This is Day Drinking on Delmarva. And I am Todd from GoodCleanFunLife.com. And I'm Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Delmarva, a podcast about life and culture on the Delmarva Peninsula. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink because I have to live here. And boy, did I do some drinking this last several weeks. Yeah. It's been, yeah. It's been a long one, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to all of that um, before too long. Uh, first, I want to say welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy belated New Year to you and to Todd. It is the 16th as we record this. We were supposed oh, and um and that's uh, the prohibition calling. officers calling. That's the prohibition officers calling to, to, to let us know. Um we we we're gonna go back to the newspaper, hopefully at the end of this uh episode and going forward, we're gonna start bringing those uh news reports from old timey Delmarva back because that was a fun thing that we did. We haven't this is I think the longest we've ever gone without recording an episode I, it's yeah. been two months almost a month a month it's been a solid month i left on the 14th of yeah. december and i was so hoping maybe, I, yeah. I didn't even remember promising to try to do one on the road and until i was on the road and i'm like there's no fucking way i'm doing right that. never mind sorry i didn't even want to i didn't even want to remind you that i said anything because it wasn't happening and then last week we were almost set to go but i was really too busy and it was good because Todd had completely forgotten. <laughs> I sent him a, I sent him a text message. And I'm like, listen, man, let's push it one more week. I'm just not ready. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay. I, I forgot we were, I forgot it was Tuesday. We've moved it to Tuesday <laughs> from Wednesday and it does take some getting used to. Yeah. And, the, but it shouldn't, uh, t- it shouldn't take a month to get used to, but you know, well, but we're it used is, to it. It is, it is what it is. Now I'll be sending the newspaper articles on Sunday and that'll ring everybody's bell. Um, each week we're sponsored by a, a local business that we like. This week we're sponsored by me. Um, visit me at um, buytonyrusso.com or um, tonyrusso.substack.com. Um, you still have plenty of time to catch up because there is uh, nothing new there for the last month either. It's been a crazy, weird, long month for me. Yeah. And um, the the first uh, the first blog post that'll come out will probably come out co-committed with this is about how hard it is to write a blog post sometimes when you like I'm a I'm a momentum writer if 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 nothing else like as long okay. as I'm writing I can keep writing but once right. I stop it's like when you don't go to the gym and then you mm. have to go back after a year you're like yeah well I can start I can always start back tomorrow I already didn't start back today. You know, yeah. and so it was very, very difficult to get this blog post out. And it's not a very good blog post. Um, but the reason it's worth reading is because I challenged myself um, to let everyone see how shitty my writing can be. So <laughs> I decided that's, as God, that's an interesting challenge for sure. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm going to write this. Fuck it. And I started writing and I'm like, this is bad. I'm like, you yeah. have no right to waste these people time with, with how bad this is. And I'm like, but wouldn't it be funny if you did anyway? And so what I did was I cut my original opening. It's about 300 words. And I put it at the bottom. And I and I have a disclaimer above it. I'm like, please don't feel like you have to read this. But this is what you almost got. 
And I don't, yeah. I don't want any thank yous for not doing a shitty job, but I just, it was bad. And I was, I was embarrassed at how bad it was and how dusty um, it was. But that's uh, one of those things, that's one of those things where, like you're saying, if you haven't been doing something for a while and you need to get into it, you just need to accept the, the worst just yeah. to get past it. Uh, it's not a, it's not a bad a way to motivate yourself is to have zero expectation of the <laughs> result and just do the thing. And uh, yeah, and then be yes, better. but I do, but I do also, I do also take up people's time with it. And yeah. I don't want to take up people's time with, with, with awful things, especially because it's also about how I'm going to start charging pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and I'm like charging for garbage. I mean, <laughs> hell Comcast does it. I don't see why I shouldn't be any different. Yeah. Um, but I have a conscience. Um, so I, I have recorded a, uh, a podcast with our friend Jeff Smith mm. about the history of, about part of the history of iron mining in uh, Minnesota, Virginia. And I'm turning it into a podcast project that I expect to launch in February and I'm also launching a new project that I'm calling Return to Sender. I think we've talked about it on the show before where I collect all these old postcards. I'm going to start sending them to their original addresses with letters saying, hey, this was sent to your house, to whomever lived in your house in 1916. Here it is, right. a present from me. If you want to tell me anything about yourself, I would love to hear it and just start these weird pen pal relationships with these people. Um, and see if any of them want to either be on the podcast or tell me anything about themselves. It's just, that's one of those, it's one of those like kind of art for art six things where we'll just see what happens. Like I'll yeah. start, I'll start sending, uh, sending these return to senders out. And, you know, if the people want to be on and be influenced and in, interviewed about their crazy lives or whatever, or they're like, hi, I'm a tax accountant and I don't even have any hobbies. I, I, I do people's taxes and then I come home. And I watch ESPN until I fall asleep in front of my television. Like whatever. Yeah. I just let's let's figure it out. Let's do something fun. Uh, because the the main part of writing, like if you're gonna do something creative and you're not having fun, you are fucking doing it wrong. Yeah. You know? And yeah. that's where my first piece of news comes from. I have resigned as president of the Maryland <laughs> Writers Association. <laughs> Not and, not to be confused with NWA. This is the right. NWA. Right, right, right. The the Maryland Writers Association Lower Shore Chapter, um, of which I was a founding member. And I took up the presidency because no one else would, and I didn't want it to die without me giving it a shot. And yeah. last year we did a bunch of stuff. And this year I had a bunch of new stuff planned. And I swear to Christ, I was writing <laughs> a new a New Year's welcome to the new year email and all uh-huh. the exciting things we were gonna do. And on the, on the second line, I'm like, and I resign as president of you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about all the work it was going to take for people to not care. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not having fun. This isn't fun. I mean, it would be fun if other people joined, but they're not going to, and it's okay. Uh, There's the Eastern shore writers association, which is markedly improved. Like one of the reasons we started the Lower Eastern Shore chapter was because the Eastern Shore Writers Association was just, it was a clique of old people 
talking about poetry yeah. and only their own poetry. And it was just not, it was not the scene for people who, who were serious about anything other than poetry. Um, right. So Stephanie started Stephanie Fowler, uh, author Stephanie Fowler started this and I joined her in it. Um, and it's just, it's just not, I want to be part of a group that writes and shares their writing and yep. that's not what we're doing and it's okay. So now I'm, I'm in my own little writers association with uh, Stephanie and uh, Andrew and, you know, we're just, we're, we've got our own kind of uh, clique. I'm so yeah. sorry. I thought I shut that alarm off. I thought I silenced it. I did oh not. My goodness. Um, so anyway, so I'm back to writing and, as a result, I'm working on my book. And this is the end of my commercial. And then we can begin the show 10 minutes in. Um, I'm writing a book and I'm I'm really kind of, I'm sorry. I'm, I've got three books up in the air, but I've stopped writing the other two. And I'm just, I'm just going to focus on this one and hopefully finish it by the end of February. I hope to finish it in August. Enough is enough. Yeah. So um, I'm writing about a, a combat medic. It's uh, it's his war memoir. Um, and uh, his claim to fame, although his least interesting story, because he was all over and doing all sorts of crazy stuff, was he was on the team that captured Saddam Hussein. Yeah. And he got to spend, got to, had to spend about half an hour with the formal dictator, former dictator, just the two of them, um, and a cameraman while he did his examination. You know, like, this is, this is the condition he... We found him this way, right? right? So he shows up all beaten up. They're like, well, he, we, we didn't beat him up before we sent him. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I was listening. And I've got to tell you, the the guy, I'm not going to give his name yet. I don't know if I've said it on the show already. And I don't want I, to if I haven't. Um, but the 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 gentleman in question is so charming. He's, he's a good uh, storyteller. And he's a charming storyteller. And he is from Alabama and he's got this really, really heavy accent. Yeah. Um, and I have, I have all of the work transcribed. And sometimes when the transcription is just so screwed up because of his accent, I'll like send it to him. Like he's got a really good, he's got a really sense of you because he's a very bright guy, yeah. but he does not. He sounds like a cartoon. Really? Character. Like, wow. Which is just is yeah. just who you want uh finding Saddam Hussein. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh <laughs> and the story goes like this. So there's more to the story. I just want to tell you this little section cuz it's so funny. Um so he had to learn he learned a little bit of Arabic and Pashto and Urdu mm -hmm. just to kind of get along like, you know, put up your hands, drop your weapons, that you know, right. a, a little bit more than that. Um, he could understand more than he could speak, but he could get by in it by this part of the war. Um, and he's got Saddam there and he's like, Hey, I got to do your, I got to check your ears. And, you know, and he said he was being like a little kid, like he wouldn't open his mouth and he pretended he didn't understand him. And he was trying to speak to him in Arabic and he goes, <laughs> and then he, goes, so then the, 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 uh, the, the combat medic goes, listen, man, I'm from South Alabama. I know you speak English better than I do. <laughs> South Alabama. <laughs> and to hear him say it, like, I can't do it justice in the book. So that's going to be one of those things that I try to, you know, maybe I'll cut the interview and use that as like a promotional 
Yeah, when, no, for when sure. When the book comes out, because it, and, and he's, I mean, the whole story is charming. And then he, he's like, you know, I'm sitting there and, and he's talking about this and that. And he said some of the things. And I don't want to do too many spoilers, but that, uh, and it's, that's the thing about his stories. His stories are real and genuine. And also, he is funny in the moment as a naturally. You yeah. Know? And so it doesn't, I don't doubt for a second that that's what he said to Saddam Hussein. It, <laughs> it seems to be, uh, it seems to be, you know, his, his modus operandi. Well, um, and it, 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 you know, it's funny because bringing up, uh, you know, writing and doing it for joy and then also the, the storytelling and that aspect, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we, we, we'd spend a month off and I'm like, I don't really have a whole lot, make it a couple little notes here and there. And there's, there's plenty to talk about. And, uh, and just to give the uh, appreciation for, uh, for doing this, because it does, I think, help with uh, burnout, right? You know, the, yeah. like as a creative and like, <laughs> I, I mean, I think that's a, a hilarious story of writing about all of the things, <laughs> excited, excitingly going to be doing this and, um, uh, and like, oh, realizing how much work it is. Cause I'm, I'm kind of in the throes of that right now where uh. I re- I recorded and maybe you might have some insight into this. I recorded uh multiple interviews for the Starbird podcast, the Dewey Raw. And my plan was now when it's slow, I was going to take those recordings and like chop them up into basically a uh, little profile staff profile uh videos because like i had everybody ask the same questions of each other and like introduce each other and so now we're halfway through january and uh it just have this daunting task of you know like a couple hours worth of interview that i have to i'm trying to get the get the you know get going get the ball rolling on right uh condensing uh, editing, you know, compartmental, like chopping it, chopping it all up uh, and that sort of thing. And so the only reason I bring it up is because that's what I should be doing. And and now voicing it is maybe giving me uh, some, uh, I, I, you know, holding myself accountable a, a little bit. So I've been thinking about this myself because I, my plan for Jeff's podcast is going to take more time and energy than I feel like I have. Yeah. Um <laughs> but also I fortunately I, I I do a podcast um for uh for for work as well and I was editing that the other day and I'm like you know what you really do like once you it's again very much like going to the gym. I don't like yeah. going, but once you're there uh it's not so bad. And yeah. with the editing that's the I mean I have no advice. Open up pro tools or you use audition yeah open up audition and start editing and then seven hours will pass and you'll be done (laughs) yeah Yeah. and natalie will say are you still in there and you'll be like yeah what time is it and it's like four o'clock in the morning oh i'm sorry i thought only 12 minutes because you do the the best thing about uh editing um and i think the reason that people like i never would try because i'm not good at being stoned but like the reason that stoners are really good at that kind of thing is because once you zone in on it yeah time doesn't happen you yeah. know and you're just there and you're in the beat and you're as long as the phone doesn't ring right you know, 
I can spend hours and hours editing. And that's what I was looking forward to when I was thinking of what I want to do with Jeff's story. I was remembering when I edited up the Sherry Schreiner stuff and I must have listened to 200 hours, right? 200 hours of audio, easily 200 hours. And And 200 hours of crazy people. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's even, that's even more daunting somehow. Yes. But, but, but remembering what it was like to do it, remembering how I could see the story coming together and cutting up pieces and putting them. Cause at first I was like, Oh, when I do Jeff's interview, I'm going to have to organize all the clips. Like you're thinking, right. Yeah. Organize the clips and see where they go and make all these notes. And then I'm remembering how satisfying it was to have done it the last time. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's very much like writing a book in that way. Uh, Right. Writing the first draft is so much fun. And then you're like, now I got it. It's a slog. Then, yeah, now I got to get it edited and I have to write a second draft before I can even get it edited. So, yeah, no, I, I, all I can do is suggest to you that you try to remember how much fun it is to edit once you're in it. Yeah. Um, But if there was a, if there was a secret for knowing to click pro tools and just getting to work, I don't know what it is. Well, I set myself, so yeah, obviously, maybe not obviously. Yesterday was uh, MLK Day. Happy MLK Day. Do you say that? Or, um, and then, <laughs> I, have, I have a story. <laughs> and then when, uh, we had, we caught up with a friend for, uh, we were up in, uh, up north in Dewey. Um, we uh, caught up with a friend for brunch and we we're just chatting and, you know, it's like, it's like it's a free day, right? You know, right. like are you supposed to be productive or is it okay not to be productive? And we we all decided we sort of collectively decided there was four of us and it was that we're going to like these are the things we want to do the least. And my I was going to hang productivity yesterday on opening the project. <laughs> Right. You know, I mean, just the most simplest of tasks. And uh, if I can be satisfied with that and uh, and then um, our friend Kat is going to make that call to the doctor that you know, just doesn't want to do and has been putting off and putting off, you know, that, that that that's all you have to do. Just dial the number and, you know, the, chunk it out and those little things. So, yeah, that's a that's about where I'm at. In fact, I, I ran the risk of getting lost uh, you know just like you said like entering the zone because i opened the project yesterday and i sat down i've been sitting at uh you know at my workstation here for two hours and i was just like i was getting organized and I, like it was starting to come together it's like all right I, this is these are where the pieces need to be for me to to take that next step and really start focusing on the content so um yeah, I, I I would have missed the podcast if uh, <laughs> if you got started. Just my my quick ML Day MLK Day story is a really weird racial problem that I had last week. Okay, um, I was talking to a prominent black funeral director, um, and like community leader, you know, mm-hmm. super super good guy, does super cool stuff. Um, and he's like, "Can you call me Monday at three? And I said. Monday? He's like, yeah, yeah, just call me Monday at three and, and we can and we can talk then. I'm like, oh, I can call you. I don't have to talk Monday. And uh and he's like, no, no, Monday's good. And I'm like, I'm not gonna be the one to tell him. Like 
right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I'm like, shouldn't you be out organizing or something, young man? I mean, what the hell am I going to say to him? He wants to work Monday. I'm not going to stop him. Right. But I called right. him and he was like, I have no idea. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't think you did. <laughs> but there was no way to say out loud, like, don't you know what Monday is? Right. Right. No, I, I'm I'm a 50 year old white guy. And even I know Monday is an important day for black people. You know, and it's just, just right. there was just no good way to point it out. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? But I know he he's like he was either on his way to or had just finished giving a speech like he I knew he had yeah. something. He must have because he's that kind of guy. He's just the, like community centered, community focused. Yeah. yeah, he's a he's a he's a big shot both in the industry and in his community. And I know this from knowing him like and and i'm like okay i'll call you well you know you know what you could have always uh you could have gone with the old uh um you know is is, is monday your recycling day um <laughs> because you might have to put it out on tuesday instead of monday right right or or I, the other thing i was thinking is like well i celebrate martin luther king's birthday so i'm not available monday but maybe tuesday we could meet you know there was just no Right. There was no good There's thing no but to let it go. And it's not like I'm so busy that I can't call a man at three o'clock to hear him say, I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way I'm talking to you today. Right. Right. Um, That's fun. I put a um, new book. I talked about a new book. I talk about quitting the NWA uh, and the and the MNWA. I was never invited to be in the NWA. Um, and so now we can go to, uh, do you want to go to the newspaper? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Speaking of speaking of MLK Day, um, where we where oh, where oh, we, no this this ties in well. Uh, the the paper will tie in well with the fact that it's dry January, and uh, yes. and that's uh, that I'm not participating in. Uh, so I'm we, actually I'm I'm participating in. Uh, I'm calling it Tequila January. That's I'm, I'm just changing things up a little bit. Locale. <laughs> locale local locale yeah. um and so we're, we're bringing back the uh the, the the newspaper reading when when we can i'm going to try to pick out a paper or a, a story to talk about every week um because we had a lot of fun doing it and i think you guys got a kick out of it and so i picked the paper from a hundred years ago today i picked it at random um just trying to see what was going on a hundred a hundred years ago today. And today, as I mentioned, that the top is January 16th as we record this. Uh January 16th is when prohibition went into effect. Um and the uh the so it's been 104 years now. So this paper is from the fourth anniversary of prohibition. prohibition. And boy are they impressed with themselves and how yeah. much prohibiting they're doing. Um <laughs> The other thing is, and this is why I was kind of joking about the MLK Day story. I think the Daily Times used to have a quota for the number of times they had to use Negro in yeah. a story because yeah. they are very comfortable with it. Right. Um, and what's and on the front, and it has to be in bold in the front on the front page. Oh yeah, yeah. Negro arranged for illicit sale of liquor, pays one hundred dollar fine with personal check on bank. Yeah, um, which I love. Uh, so this guy was a he, he's a black bootlegger, and they're like, "That'll be a hundred dollars." He's like, "Here's my check." He's like, "No problem. Have a nice day." <laughs> it would be like like today if they find you a hundred dollars for for a pound of marijuana, you'd be like, "Oh, all right. Well, here's." 
I think I have hundreds somewhere <laughs> around here. Um, must be doing. Uh, must be doing well as a bootlegger. Howard Howard Brickhead is that? That's our that's our guy. Yeah, yeah, Burke Burkehead. 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 Yeah. Um, I I read I read all these stories yesterday. Um, because I wanted to be well prepared. Because there was a jailbreak in um, Chris. I'm sorry. Let's 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 continue the 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 prohibition really quick because there's one headline that says Haynes says prohibition is effective. Um, Haynes is mistaken, and we all know Haynes is mistaken now. <laughs> How long was prohibition? A decade. Yeah. It was. It ended. So this was the fourth year. The fourth year was 23, and it ended. Um, well, it ended, beer came back in 32. So yeah, it's almost 20 years. Jesus. Can you imagine? That's terrible. I mean, like I didn't really, like I said, I'm not a huge pothead. So I was never really like scrambling to get my hands on pot. Like if it made itself available and I was in the mood and I had the money, but I was never like, you know, where am I going to get pot for the weekend? But I yeah. couldn't imagine not having like where are you going to get booze for the weekend? Yeah, you know. Well, and then it's no wonder they had all of those fun contraptions and stuff like that. If it was if it, they've been going at it, you know, like the the, the bar folds up or you know, right? Yeah, he's all the body bottles into the sewer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's the one. There's a Hickman's or Hickey's Hickey's restaurant in Crisfield um, oh, was yeah. raided. Um, on this, um, uh, on this by the uh, by the quote unquote dry force, <laughs> the dry force that's worse than space force. I'll, I'll I'll say it, I'll be the first one to say it. Yeah, um, so the dry force raided them, and the owner was out of town, so they just arrested the, the guy who was there. Can you imagine that? Oh man, um, but and on the bottom, and I don't think you, I don't know if you can see it because it's really hard, they're having a liquor pouring ceremony scheduled for um the the next day the 17th at 11 o'clock sharp um i can't oh it's wait 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 for it it's very hard to read uh the liquor pouring ceremony is being held um after the Bur- uh, uh, celebrating the burkehead raid one oh. day <laughs> So they got a hundred bucks from Burkhead and then they're throwing a party and then throwing a party. They're going to pour it all out and make people watch. That was a very, very cool thing to do. And, uh, you know, there's lots of, of both footage and photos of, you know, guys breaking up, um, barrels with, uh, with, um, so access. let me let me ask you. I can't really read it, but does is there also a a little line, a little quote about uh, making a new record it, it, for Coke output? Is that- yes, that's um, that's that's steel. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so some, somehow I thought that there was like it's like uh, you know the giant horse really tooted up to get. Them. I, yeah, I, I did the same thing. That's how I know. <laughs> I, I didn't know because of, of any other reason that yesterday I'm like Coke output. <laughs> <laughs> um, and because the daily times is sensitive, they have this, uh, this piece from, uh, from Mexico city about people who thought they saw a flying saucer. Uh, yep. The headline is very colored halo scare Mexicans. <laughs> 
I mean, uh, how, what other what other headline could you use? Well, the, and and that was that was one of the the points, and it's it's serious, but it's also amusing. I, I I can't. I don't know if I'm giggling because I'm nervous, or if I'm giggling right. because I think it's funny. But if your name is in the paper, you're a white person. If your name yeah. is in the paper and you're not a white person, it says colored next to your name. So yes. uh, they have a list of people who broke out of jail. It's Lawrence Scotton, burglary, Ray Barney, forgery, Joe Boyd, colored, burglary, <laughs> Lloyd Richards, colored, forgery. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean... It's it's right it's right there in black and white. <laughs> it's right there in black and white. <laughs> and we have a title for our episode, which is very cool. Um, I wanted to see if there was uh, so anyway, they escaped from jail in Denton, and um, the way they were they able to escape. Pardon? And they stole a car. And they stole a car. Well, three of them stole a car and and got caught later. One of them just went and hid in a dish and got caught even later than that. So hide in a ditch. Rather than run, he took the the like everybody runs. He's like, I'm going to stay, and when they yeah. all run that way, I'm going to walk the other way. Yeah, yep. um, and 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 it worked well for him. But they got out by bribing a boy who was 12 years old, um, to go get them a rust uh, a wrench. You needed a special wrench to take the bars out of the jail. So they gave this kid a buck. The kid goes and he gets the um hard hard uh, hardware remover, and they let themselves out of jail. The kid was also an inmate. Um, the child. The child. He was a 12-year-old trustee. Um, and I don't know if you've watched enough prison movies, but a trustee right. is someone who, you know, like the librarian is a trustee. Anybody who's allowed to kind of walk freely around the prison uh, is called a trustee. They spell it wrong in the – it's usually T-R-U-S-T-E-E. -E. Um, yeah. They write trustee here like my trusty wrench, yeah. like the trusty wrench that he brought to them. So – yeah, and so they they prosecuted the kid too, and I think that's not fair. I mean, if you're a twelve year old boy in jail, and someone yeah. tells you, you know, you go do something, what are you going to say? No. Yeah, right. You no, know? I'm just going to tell. I'll just tell the authorities, and they'll tell you not to kill me later tonight for 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 revealing their plans. Um, but they sent them to a reformatory, which I guess is, I don't know, more torture, less torture. I don't know how torturous reformatories are. I don't think they're. I don't think they're pleasant places. Probably not pleasant pl places, especially if uh, you have a descriptor following your name. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find the boy's name, and if I do, I'll, I'll see what 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 he, what became of him. But it looks like they don't have it here in the story. Um, and Some that basically. that brings us right up to the edge. Um, we're uh, we're going to be back every every week. We're going to be back next week. I'm going to put a link to this paper in the show notes. I'm going to put out the show. We're going to start January. We're going to start the middle of January like it's the beginning of January and hopefully be uh, be real productive this year. So, uh, but now yeah. I'm out of stuff anyway. How about you? Uh, I got nothing. All right. Well, until next. Oh, sorry. One quick thing, a special, special treat for people who are watching the video. Todd was going to reveal his hair, oh. which he has hidden. We're, we're both growing our hair. Look at you. Wow. I, I, actually, I actually washed it today, too. So you it's like extra good. big. I, yeah. I like it's uh wow it's, that's uh, impressive it's, it's something yeah somebody asked me somebody asked me the other day uh like okay what's the plan here i'm like no plan <laughs> just 
Just going. I'm gonna I'm gonna get like a Jerry Garcia thing going, like a yeah, long yeah. bob around my face. Um, <laughs> I have to choose a chunky person, and Jerry Garcia is the chunkiest long haired person I know. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, remember at the beach. It's happy hour whenever you say it is.